Good morning. Isn't it good to be here? Amen. I am glad that y'all are here in the Lord's house. If you are watching online, I'm glad you're there too in your house. And the Lord can be right there with you because he is everywhere. Everywhere. This month is the uh, the item for our shoeboxes is a hobby item or a toy of some kind. So those things are are really helpful, really necessary. If you have not yet brought them, well, that's okay. We'll we'll forgive you and allow you a little uh, time to, to yes, <laughs> we'll allow you some time to to get them in. And if you are, you've already gotten all your stuff and you're looking toward next month, the item for April is shower items because April showers. So uh, soap, and we'd like to, you know, put a plenty of soap in there, um, those uh, those washcloths. And you can find at the dollar store, you can find those that are all scrunched up, that are about that big. So those are really, really easy to put in. Now, you're welcome to buy the bigger ones, too, and we'll roll them up and put them in there, but the, the tiny ones are easy to toss in and have plenty of room. So, if or those scrunchy things, anything that you would like to, but it cannot be any liquid soap, so anything that uh, that would be any type of shower item is necessary. So, uh, thank you very much for those who have given boxes, those who have given money to ship because we've got some of that we we always need more so come on we yeah absolutely remember that next week is our first sunday meal it's already my golly first sunday meal be here make your plans to to be here to bring some people with you to bring plenty of food with you and also next week we are celebrating uh passover past yeah, <laughs> celebrating Passover, celebrating communion. Bless my heart. Okay, take a breath. <sighs> okay, we're celebrating communion next week. So be here for that. I'm really excited, and uh, as I was, as I've been studying and uh, and preparing for next week's service, I'm just I'm excited about uh, our opportunity to fellowship together in, in communion. So make sure you're here for that. It will be during the service. So, um, plan, make your plans to attend. Also, in two weeks is Easter. Now, if you can't find somebody to, to bring with you for Easter, you know, call some of my people. <laughs> maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll come for you. Uh, but lots of people will come for Easter that won't come for any other service. So I encourage you between now and then to, uh, to invite someone. And and just like I said, maybe you could call my people. I will be happy to call your people and invite them. If you feel like my people, I invite them and they never show up, maybe someone else, they will. So uh, if, you know, exchange numbers during fellowship times, like call this person, text this person, encourage them to be in the Lord's house. We do want them to be here for Easter Sunday. Um, also, Tuesday, ladies, Tuesday, we're heading to Haley's house. Yes. <laughs> so if you would like to join in with our ladies' fellowship time, we're going to be playing board games and having some dinner. Uh, we're going to head to Haley's house. If you do not yet have her address, she's here. So you can certainly ask her for that. And uh, we're going to plan to be there around 6-ish and uh, get started with our, our fun time. 
uh, any other announcements, we will certainly let you know. Um, so th- as I was thinking about what to say this morning, and you know, I always like to have a, some type of encouraging word, something normally something funny that's happened to me, and <laughs> it, it brings to mind something about the Lord's word. But as I was thinking about it, the couple of different things that have happened to me that that did have a lesson like I don't want to tell that <laughs> I don't know okay not I'm not sending don't worry but uh, but it's like disappointment in myself like come on you know better than that you could do better than that and and with that a lot of times for myself I I will beat myself up for a long period of time <laughs> say, oh you knew better you shouldn't have done that you made a mistake you messed up oh my goodness shame on you and and that is the kind of stuff that I tell myself that I allowed it to come into my mind now you may not be that way you may make a mistake like all right we're good <laughs> just move on and good for you if that's the case but sometimes for me I dwell on it and I worry about it and I, I think about, oh, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. And if anyone knows that I die, golly, I, I just can't. But we have to, if God extends us grace, <laughs> if God extends us grace, we need to extend grace to ourselves. Because sometimes we mess up. And we, if it's a sin, we mess up. We come to the Father who is willing and able to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from unrighteousness. But if it's a a mess up in in just a disappointment in yourself. You know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. You're going to just learn from it, get better from it, and move toward better. Amen. So let's stand this morning and go to the Lord in prayer. Ask him to have his will in the service. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful to you. You are great. You are mighty, you are strong, you are greatly to be praised. You are healer, provider, strength giver. God, you are greater and bigger and better than anything that we can imagine. Father, I thank you that you have worked in our lives uh, throughout this week. Lord, that you have blessed us with so many blessings that we can't even express. Lord, that you woke us up, that you gave us the strength to go to work or to school or whatever it may be. God, I thank you and I praise you that you have given us help Lord, that you've protected us in ways that we don't realize. Lord, that you have that you have given us direction and we didn't even notice it. Father, for those things, we are so thankful. Lord, right now, I just I ask that you would have your will and your way in this place. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would come down in such a mighty and strong and powerful way. Holy Spirit, have your way. Whatever you want to do, we surrender to you. Lord, we have a, an order that we're going to try to follow, but God, if you want to do something different, shake us up. Lord, work and move in us today that we honor you and please you. Lord, Heal those who are hurting. Set at liberty those who are captive. Lord, I pray that you would save those who are lost. Work and move in our lives today that we honor you and please you. In all that we say and do, Lord, we lift you up. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's honey in the rock. Water in the stone, manna on the ground, no matter where I go. I don't need to worry now that I know 
everything I need you've got there's honey in the rock praying for a miracle thirsty for the living well only you can satisfy sweetness at the mercy seat now I've tasted and it's not hard to see only you can satisfy cause there's honey in the rock honey in the rock there's honey in the rock honey in the rock and there's freedom where the spirit is bounty in the wilderness you will always satisfy there's honey in the rock water in the stone manna on the ground no matter where I go I don't need to worry now that I know everything I need you've got there's honey in the rock purpose in your plan power in your blood and healing in your hand it started flowing when you said it is done everything you did's enough I keep looking, I keep finding, you keep giving, keep providing, I have all that I need, you are all that I need, I keep praying, you keep moving, I keep praising, you keep proving, I have all that I need. And you are all that I need Cause I keep looking, I keep finding You keep giving, keep providing I have all that I need You are all that I need I keep praying, you keep moving I keep praising, keep improving I have all that I need You are all that I need I have all that I need Cause you are all that I need There's honey in the rock Water in the stone Manna on the ground No matter where I go I don't need to worry now that I know Everything I need, you've got. There's honey in the rock and purpose in your plan. Power in the blood and healing in your hand. It started flowing when you said it is done. Everything you did's enough. There's honey in the rock. There's honey in the rock. Honey is wrong. Oh, how sweet. Oh, how sweet, how sweet it is to trust in you, Jesus. Oh, how sweet, how sweet it is to trust in you, Jesus. Oh, how sweet, how sweet it is 
to trust in you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are good. You are good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Heavenly Father. You are awesome. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are strong. Power to the weak and strength to the powerless. My God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley, hide me from the rain. My God is awesome, heals me when I'm broken. Strength where I've been weakened, forever He will reign. Say that again. My God is awesome, He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley, hide me from the rain. My God is awesome, heals me when I'm broken. Strength where I've been weakened, forever He will reign. My God is awesome, awesome. Today I am forgiven. His grace is why I'm living. Praise His holy name. My God is awesome. Awesome, awesome, 
deliverer. Deliverer, 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 and he is awesome. Awesome, whatever he is to you. mighty so strong you give great gifts but god you are a great god we thank you jesus we lift you up there is a river gladness that pours from emmanuel's veins the sinner was plunged beneath the flood and God saved. Since then I walk in forgiveness and all of my guilt was erased. The chains of the past, they are broken at last, I got saved. Oh, I got saved, I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus, I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord, I'm restored and made right, He got a hold of my life, I've got Jesus, how could I want more? I receive nothing but goodness. I'm tested and tasted His grace. I was so lost till I fell at His cross and got saved. Oh, I got saved and I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? 
the love of God gave me his pardon. The love of God won't let me stay the same. The love of God pulls me up higher. His will is stronger. That's why I got saved. And I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of my Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? I'm undone by the mercy of Jesus. I'm undone by the goodness of the Lord. I'm restored and made right. He got a hold of my life. I've got Jesus. How could I want more? I've got Jesus. How could I want more? I've got Jesus. How could I want more? Amen. Give him praise this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And there's one uh, young man on this Sunday morning preaching that I watch sometimes is that he would say, let us take a praise break and just praise the Lord. Just give God glory for he is worthy. Amen. He is so good. He is so good. 34 and 8 Psalm said, oh, taste. And see that the Lord, He is good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Taste and see that He is good. 47 and 5. Four times it says sing praises, sing praises, sing praises, sing praises. There's not, uh, what, 12 words in the whole verse and, and uh, sing praises, sing praises. Glory, it's all right to praise the Lord. There's nothing wrong with praising the Lord. Amen. Whenever you mash your finger, mash your finger. Mash is the Eastern North Carolina word. Whenever you mash your finger with that hammer, what do you do? You shout. Praise the Lord. When you stick your finger in an open electric socket and it gives you a little bit of charge, what do you do? You shout. Praise God. Well, I want to tell you, Brother Kim, whenever the glory of the Lord touches your fingertips when you're raising your hand, you want to shout, don't you? (laughs) Hallelujah! 47 and 1 said, oh, clap your hands. Hallelujah! Clap your hands up unto the Lord and shout. Hallelujah! Brother Mike Hager, the Bible tells us that Jesus is coming back with a shout, a shout, hallelujah. It's all right to shout and praise the Lord. It's good. It's good for praise reports. I praise Him for His glory in my life. I thank Him just this morning 
I had an occasion to forget stuff upstairs that I'd come down and forgotten. I went back up to get it, and I went up for another reason, and then there's things. And I, and I remembered while I was up and down those stairs, Zach, when I was, when I was doing that, I remembered when I could not walk up those stairs for months. And then after that, having to hold to the rail, real security. I walked down them without holding any. <laughs> Hallelujah, Sister Amanda says you better be careful. <laughs> falling, <laughs> falling is one of those things. But I, I praise God for that. God has touched my life physically, emotionally, spiritually. He's a good God, isn't he? Anybody else would give him a praise report even this morning or give the church a praise report. Everybody deserves a reason to sit. Sister Powell does. But did you notice she stood this morning? She showed me Wednesday night. She walked a little bit without that walker. I'm, I'll tell you. Turn me off. I'm not even on, am I? Woo! Hallelujah! God is good. Somebody else praise report for, oh, yes. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, glory. Isn't God good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I just praise Him. I just praise Him. I just praise Him. Amen. Thank God for the praise reports. And I know there might be two or three others, but I want to tell you, the Lord is so good. And you'll get an opportunity maybe next Sunday or the next. But the Lord is so good. And David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen and amen. God bless you. He loves all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He loves all of us. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, I bless his name. Praise the Lord. Good morning and welcome to the Cornelius Church of God. I didn't know if y'all were clapping for me or clapping for Brother. I, I couldn't tell, so I, I took it, so I guess that's all. In my journal, when I pray, I have learned that our family is awfully important to us. And I've been praying for your family, been praying for mine, and I hope that God will, in his time, who said that this morning, in his time? In his time, he'll take care of it. That's what I'm looking forward to. It's time to receive our tithing offering if our earth shall come. Thank you for all you do, for all your giving. 
You'd be amazed if you took care of the money and saw how much the church blesses and how we helped that family last week after we had. Thank God for it, and I appreciate it. Brother Jorner, will you say the blessing over the offering? to take our prayer requests. I hope you're all using our prayer journal. Now, if you do not have one, if you'll raise your hand, I'll have Gretchen come bring you one. Gretchen, will you please give, come over here and get one of those from Brother Mike and take it to, to Sister Robin. Or if you would like another one, if you'll raise your hand. Gretchen will bring you one. I hope we've developed the habit of praying and using our journals. It's good to, to refer back to from time to time. I have my special scripture up there again, my favorite scripture for prayer. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be, known, be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There's really not a formula to prayer, but if there would be, this would be a good one. This would be a very good one. We, we give our request to God, and we thank him for, for what he's going to do or what he's already done. I have one, uh, something I wanted to read you this morning. It's from uh, David Jeremiah's devotional this year. A father was approached by a young man who wanted to marry his daughter. After lengthy conversation, the father gave the young man the permission he sought. Yes, you may marry my daughter. Before leaving, the young man also asked, could I have a glass of water before I drive back? 
A glass of water, the father asked, smiling. I've just given you my most valuable, most valuable possession, my daughter. And you ask me for a glass of water? Of course, help yourself to whatever I have now that you have what is most valuable to me. Something similar happened when God gave his only son to the world to die for our sins. Sometimes when we pray about a need, we forget that God has already demonstrated his unconditional love for us by giving us his son. Paul reminds us, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He's given us God, his son, Jesus. Why would he withhold anything from us? Our needs are important, but they pale in comparison to what God has already given us. Remember God's unconditional, unchanging love when you pray. He is ready to give us all things. Now, I can't tell you why he answers one way for somebody and he answers another way for somebody else. But I do know this. Our needs are important. And he will, in his time, supply those needs. And does anyone on this side have a prayer request? Miss Judith? Let's remember Miss Wynell, she fell and maybe broken her wrist. She's going tomorrow to the clinic to, to find out. Gretchen. Let's remember. Let's remember uh, the teacher's friend, sister. Aunt, the friend's aunt that uh, fell and broke her hip and shoulder. Let's remember Sister Diane Hager's family and April has a special need. Amanda. Okay. Amanda has some medical things going on and God knows all about and he has the answer. Okay, anyone on this side? Sister Kim. Okay, a friend of a Patty's co-worker's daughter's friend. Patty's daughter, co-workers. Jesus knows, yes. <laughs> Remember this request. There was a, they were in a car accident and need God's help. Sister Vicki. Okay, let's remember Kirsten. Kirsten has a ringing in her ears and, and needs healing. Brother Mike. Let's continue to re 
let's continue to remember Brother Mike Hager's family. Okay, anyone else? Sister Rhonda? Let's remember Rhonda's request for her family and, and for Zach. Sister Robin. Let's remember Sister Robin's husband, Steve, for salvation. Okay, if that's it, let's bow our heads and have our prayer. Every time I try to make it on my Every time I try to stay and start to fall And all those lonely roads that I travel There was Jesus That you heard, Father, that you're going to move in any circumstances When the life I built came crashing to the ground when the friends I had were nowhere to be I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now Well, there was Jesus In the way, in the searching, in the healing, in the hurting Like a blessing buried in broken pieces Every minute, every moment, where I've been or where I'm going, even when I didn't know it, I couldn't see it.
morning again, and hello to those online, whatever time you're watching it. If it is right now live, then good morning, and if it's later on, then uh, hello, whatever time you may be. So last week, if you weren't able to be here last week, you missed it, you missed it. Um, yes, we had a great time in the Lord last week and uh, I trust that you received from the Lord and and the thing is it's not just one service it whatever you need from the Lord is available to you anytime so if you are at your house on a Tuesday night and you need something from the Lord all you have to do is pray talk to him and communicate with him but we did have a, a very good time in the Lord desperation unity worship those are things that will get the attention of the Lord so we want to continue in those things. Now, we are we're still looking at our series on physical health and wellness. And we are being reclothed. Last week we talked about the clothing that we wear. We are being reclothed for the time of Jubilee. So with Jubilee we consider liberty that he was setting at liberty those that were bound we consider restoration that the lord is repaying those things that were once lost and that we can have trust in him that that even if it's been so so long since you've planted or harvested that god is able to to be trusted he is he is faithful in all things so our goal today is to understand the blessings of health and wellness that god himself commands to be put upon us now, we are going to be talking today about the priestly blessing. This is something, and I don't know, I don't exactly know why I began to pray this at the end of, our, you know, at the end of our services, but, but something just, the day that I did, it's just something struck me and I began to pray. And it just became, I hope not a, a habit, but, but something that is intended to encourage and and send you forth so today we're going to be looking at the priestly blessing to understand it really now this is one of the only blessings that came directly from god that had no conditions put upon it oftentimes in god's word there was a blessing if and those are called if then prayers or if then blessings if you will obey then i will bless and we see lots of these you know i set before you blessing and cursing life and death choose life and if you do you will live and eat the fruit of the land and all this all this blessing that is promised to them for obedience but this is one that has no conditions we'll see this that if this blessing is spoken over whomever, it will happen. So the command to bless. This passage is going to be in Numbers chapter 6. And we find it wedged between teachings and commandments. The chapter opens up with instructions for those who plan to make Nazarite vows. Uh, Nazarite vows were uh, periods of fasting. Some people were Nazarites from their birth, like their parents said you're going to be a Nazarite but it was a a type of um, vow that people would make for a certain period of time that they wouldn't cut their hair they wouldn't eat certain foods they wouldn't drink certain drink they would not be able to touch 
um, anything that was dead. So all these different things that went along with being a Nazarite. So that's the beginning of Numbers chapter 6. And then the beginning of Numbers chapter 7 talks about the the offerings that were to be received when the tabernacle was completed. But squished in between these, at the very end of chapter 6, is this special instruction from God to Aaron and his sons. Beginning in verse 22, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron and unto his sons, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee, and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee, and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. So Aaron and his sons were given this threefold blessing. The perpetual line of priests after Aaron and his sons, the Levitical priesthood, they had to learn this blessing. They had to learn it verbatim, so word for word. They had to, to know this blessing. Tradition says that this blessing was always pronounced over the people at the end of the morning service every single day. So as the people were leaving after morning sacrifices, the priest would say this blessing over them. The priest would raise his arms overhead in, in the, the tradition. He would raise his arms overhead. And he would, as though he was connecting to God and that the words he was speaking were coming directly from Yahweh. And he would pronounce the blessing this way over the children of Israel. And he, this was a blessing that was special for very many reasons. For one thing, it was from Yahweh. We notice that the, the name Yahweh is spoken many times here. And the Lord, in this case, we see the Lord, that's Yahweh. And Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying, so he's not using a different name. He's using a covenant name. That's saying, use this covenant name. And don't put a secondary name on it. Don't say uh, Yahweh, Jeho- Yahweh Jireh. Don't say, the Lord who provides, bless you and keep you. No. He didn't say Yahweh Shalom, meaning the Lord who gives peace, bless you and keep you. He didn't say uh, Yahweh Rapha, the God who heals, bless you and keep you. He said Yahweh. So anything that you need, it is open This is the God who is blessing us. The God who is open to any possibility of your needs. The one who is I am. I am in the past. To heal whatever's messed you up that you think has messed you up. I am present that I can fix the needs that you have right now in an immediate sense. And I am in the future that I'm already there. I see what's happened. I, I've already planned it out for you. This is the God who is blessing them. We notice that within the blessing, his name is used three times. Now, to the children of Israel, three, of course, was significant. We see the number three throughout the, the entire Word of God, Old Testament and New Testament, but to us. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. As we see this, 
those of us who are in the Christian faith and and specifically Pentecostal, we begin to see the Trinity here. That may you be blessed by God the Father. May you be blessed by Jesus Christ, His Son. May you be blessed by the Holy Spirit who is always with us. We see the possibility that this was the intention of God as He's speaking this. So He says, Yahweh bless you and keep you. In the Hebrew, bless is barak, to kneel. But when this bless, so that's how we respond to God. I will bless the Lord. I will kneel down and bow before Him. But when this blessing is placed upon humans... It means to benefit, to provide for material needs. So Yahweh is saying, tell my people, tell Aaron and and his sons to tell the people, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh provide for all your material needs. Yahweh keep you. This word keep in the Hebrew means to hedge about with thorns, to guard, to protect, to set a watchman, to let nothing in and let nothing out. When we hear about Job who had this hedge of protection around him, that you know, the, the devil came before God and said, Well, I can't even get to Job because there's this hedge of protection around him. And this is what it's talking about. There's this thorn bush all around these people. And and Yahweh is saying to Aaron, pray over these people. May a hedge be put about you. May thorns surround you that you can't get out and nothing can get in. This is the type of blessing that God was putting on his people. May Yahweh make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. So make his face to shine means to light or to illuminate. When I am lost or confused, may he be my God. Also keep in mind when it says that make his face to shine upon you. Moses had asked God. He'd been up on the mountain. He said, God, show me your glory. That's a pretty bold statement for anybody. Lord, show me your glory. And God was like, you can't, you cannot handle it. Okay? You're not able to handle the glory that is me. Therefore, I'm going to hide you in the cleft of a rock. I'm going to cover your face so you can't see my, the glory of my face. I'm going to cover up your face. I'm going to walk by you. And as I pass by, I'll take my hand down and you can see the back of me. Because that's all you're going to be able to handle. Because I'm so glorious. But Yahweh, who is great and glorious, whose face shines and we can't even behold it, said to Aaron and the priest, Say to the people, May God shine his face on you. May it be so glorious you can't even stand it. May he shine on you in a way that, that you can't even you can't even handle. How great God is. Be gracious. In this case, gracious means to bend or stoop in kindness. Favor or be merciful. Some interpret this to mean be blessed in all that God wants for you. Receive everything that he has planned. May God take your side. So when when Yahweh is saying, be gracious, 
tell my people that I'm going to be gracious to them. I'm going to, I'm going to open up all the plans that I have for them. This reminded me so much of Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. God knows what plans we have. And as this grace is, pray, is prayed upon us, that God be gracious to us, it is said, may God open up every path. May every single thing that God wants for you be available to you. May Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This phrase, lift up his countenance, in the Hebrew means to forgive or to support. When I distance myself from God because of my sin, which we all have a tendency to do, if I, if I know I'm not doing right, if I know that I've disappointed him, if I know that I've sinned in some way, I, I tend to step away from God. I don't want I, I to come to him in prayer. I feel guilty when I look in my Bible and I see the ways that I'm falling short. I don't want to have Christian fellowship when I know I'm not. I'm just not hitting the mark like I should. But here he says, pray over my people that I'm going to lift my countenance to them, that when they mess up, I'm going to forgive, that I'll be gracious and merciful, that he turns his face toward them in mercy and forgiveness. And then he says, and give shalom, give peace. This word peace, and we think of peace, and we've talked about this before plenty of times, but when we think about peace, we think, you know, everything's calm, everything's fine. But we know, we know that's not God's kind of peace. <laughs> God's kind of peace is completeness soundness in body wholeness not stopping our troubles but abundant life in the midst of them and sometimes we get this mixed up because when a thousand things are going on and so much seems to be going poorly and we think God why can't you just give me some peace what we're really asking is God keep me from being human because I don't want to have to live this crazy life. When we ask for peace, when we request the shalom of Yahweh or when the shalom of Yahweh is given to us, that is this supernatural calm in the middle of a storm. That I, I can't explain it. Things, yeah, things are bad. Yeah. Yeah, this person's acting crazy. Yeah, my family needs to be saved. Yeah, my job's not going like I ought to. But you know what? I, I'm going to be okay. I feel like even if, even if everything just keeps going like this, I'm going to be all right. That is the divine shalom of Yahweh. That is the divine peace that I know I've got. I got stuff coming up that makes me worried, that makes me nervous. But... I can have peace in the middle of that because I know that he's with me. I know that through him I am made complete. And then he says, put my name on it. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Put my name on it. See, we understand that the children of Israel were God's chosen people. So they certainly carried his name. The, the Hebrews, Jews, 
children of Israel. They, they're all the same group of people. It's just names used interchangeably. So we know that, that these were God's people. But what God is allowing Aaron to do, what God is allowing the priesthood and all ministers after that to do, is much more powerful. He says, put my name on them. His name is his honor, his authority, or his character. So to put his name on those who received this blessing was tantamount to God himself dwelling with each one individually, which is what he's always wanted. There's no question here. I will bless them. No conditions. No ifs, ands, or buts. I will bless them. If this is said over them, if you put my name on them, I will bless I will honor my name. If this, if this prayer is prayed in sincerity, it will happen. No conditions. And, and the thing I thought about, putting your name on something, when, when famous people, I heard this, I don't even remember which actress it was, said that when she was younger and she was trying to get into, uh, into fancy she was living in New York and was trying to get into fancy restaurants that she would call a, a fancy restaurant that normally would not have any tables available. And she would say, hello, I'm the secretary for George Clooney or Brad Pitt or you know, somebody super duper famous. Hi, I'm the secretary for such and such a person and we need a table for four at eight o'clock tomorrow night. And the person on the other, oh, yes, absolutely. I'm going to, uh, yes, I'm writing it down right now. And that this, who, whoever it was, she and her friends would show up at 8 o'clock. Yes, reservation for Brad Pitt, table for four. And it would shock the hostess because none of y'all look like Brad Pitt. What, what's going on here? But that's the beauty of putting God's name on something. That when God's name is on it, it doesn't matter if the person recognizes it or not. Yahweh's name is on me. I have favor because Yahweh's name is on me. I have open doors available to me because Yahweh's name is on me. I have a table prepared for me because Yahweh's name is upon me. That's the beauty of what he's doing here. He's saying, these are my people. So they don't have to just sit and beg me to, to do these things for them and, and hand out things left and right. It will be done just because my name is on it. So we need to understand something. that When God commands this prayer to be prayed over his people, again, it will happen. No ifs, ands, or buts. Notice at the beginning, he says, tell Aaron, this is how you will bless my people. It may not be what they want or even what they think to ask for. Because sometimes we ask for things and it's like, well, that's not really what you need. You don't understand what you need. But in this, God covers all manner of things, physical, spiritual Emotional. He covers all the needs that we could possibly have in this prayer because he knows all things. 
He said, when you put the put my name on these people, it will be done. They will be blessed. So what does the Lord want for your life? The first thing that he wants is blessing and keeping. He wants to provide for us our physical needs. He wants to provide for us. This is not just, oh, I guess, well, since they asked for it, all right, fine. He delights in giving to us. He delights in providing for us. He delights in giving us more than we can even imagine. So here he says that he wants to provide for us to be our source, the one we turn to when we're in need. Remember that Jesus told his followers that God knows what we need even before we ask. He said, why are you worried about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear? Because that's stuff that heathens worry about. Why do the heathens have to worry about it? Because they don't have a God who looks after them. Because they're calling out to gods of wood and the stone that they have to, that they have to pray to and bow to and, and leave bits of food for them. But God is the one who provides for us, who makes the rain come down, who makes the, the grain grow up, who provides day by day. When we think about what Paul said to the Philippians, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All your need. So don't, don't worry. They were giving in that context. They were giving to help other churches. He said, thank you so much for your gifts and don't you worry a bit if you're going to have enough because my God will supply all your needs. You, you give what the Lord tells you to you give sacrificially. You give in obedience. And, and God will supply all of your needs. Don't worry. So when we stress, when we strive, when we have not yet become receptive to the truth that God wants to provide for all our physical needs. Physical health and well-being. God wants to supply these needs. to keep us. He wants to place a hedge of protection around us. This thorn bush that keeps the enemy from getting in to harm me, but it also keeps me from stepping outside his protection. Do you wonder why it hurts so much when, we, when we're separated from God? We're stepping through thorns. We're, we're getting out. Beats us up. Oh, I, I know I shouldn't be doing this. I, maybe I'm the only one who's ever felt that way. Oh, man. But we step out and it hurts because there's a hedge of protection around us. We should pray that over our children. God, put a hedge of protection around them. Lord, keep the, the bad, harmful stuff from, from getting in. But Lord, keep them from being stupid and getting out. <laughs> Y'all know. <laughs> Y'all who have children, you know. <laughs> Lord, keep them from being stupid, please. So we certainly praise God for protecting us from the dangers that are outside. But those times that he blocked the enemy, those times that he healed. But we must also praise him for the times that he held us in. The times that I wanted to get out. The times that I wanted to do my own thing. The times that I wanted to go my own way. The times that I said, oh God, I, I, I know better than you do. 
I know what's going to make me happy. I know what's going to make me satisfied with life. I, I know. And we step outside that hedge and get hurt. But I thank God for those times that I wanted to do that, but he wouldn't let me. I want to pursue this opportunity, Lord. I want to go meet this person. I, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. But my steps were blocked by a hedge of protection, by a thorn bush. He was keeping me safe within the hedge. Thank you, God, for the times that he said no. Think, oh, if I'd had that opportunity, I would have been better off. No, maybe not. God's protection is a help to us. The next thing that God wants to give us is favor and grace. So we can go ahead and acknowledge favor is not fair. It's not fair. That's the nature of favor. <laughs> I know some person. I mean, I, I have, in my own life, I've seen the favor of the Lord time and time and time again. So, yes, Lord. And, and maybe there's, you know, maybe there's people that say, that's not fair. That's, I, oh, well, I can't help it. Um, or won't help it. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But I know somebody who has favor all the time. Just favor like crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at you. I'm so glad you're here today. Um, favor like crazy. And see, the beautiful thing about God is that He can give favor even before we know Him. Because this this prayer can be prayed over any person and, and the Lord will honor His Word. And I know that there was somebody who was praying, at least one person, <laughs> who was praying for you time and time and time again that the Lord showed up and there was favor and it's unexplainable and and how did that happen and how did that door of opportunity open up and and how did that work but it's the favor of God that's not fair that doesn't make any sense see think about this in this immediate sense God is saying to Moses tell Aaron to pray over the people. May God make his face to shine upon you. And if I'm Moses, I'm thinking, <clears throat> God, do, do you remember that a while ago I asked you for that same thing? <laughs> that I asked you for that? And all you would give me was your backside? <laughs> so, yeah, ex exactly. Lord, I ask you for this, and all you got was, all I got was, let me cover your eyes and pass by you. Okay, here I am, Moses. And now you're telling Aaron to pray over the people and tell them that, that your face is going to shine upon them? Favor is not fair. Favor doesn't have to make sense to you. But it is God's desire to bless his people in the way that he will to make his favor to shine down upon us. God places favor wherever he wants to and he commands that he be held to this promise. He said, put my name on it. Hold me to it. Pray over this. Put my name on them. Hold me to it. Tell them I won't do it. Tell them I, I, I'm, I'm about to. This is this is what Yahweh desires. Then he says, 
to put grace upon them. This prayer calls for declaring it to ask God to have his way. Lord, have your way over these people. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth. In earth as it is in heaven. Not just on the earth, but in the earth. In this earthen vessel, your will be done. Because again, the Lord says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares Yahweh. But see, we must be willing to receive. He said, put this grace on these people. That they'll be willing to receive the grace of God, the favor of God. Now understand that this prayer is not some magic incantation. You start praying it and, and boom, it happens. That's not, that's not at all what I'm trying to express. That you pray this three times and things go well for us or forces God to act. No. But this is God saying, if you use my name, if you ask for that grace, then I'll show you the way. I'll open up doors of opportunity. I'll, I'll make straight those crooked paths. I'm going to show you hope in a future. That's my plan. If you agree to pray this, then I'll have my way. And the last thing that he gives is forgiveness and wholeness. So when God lifts up his countenance, we ask him to forgive us of our sin. We call out to him, Lord, I've, I've hurt you. I've done wrong. And this is him saying, when you repent, I will forgive. It is in essence saying, shine your countenance into my heart. Look into my heart. Forgive my transgressions. Do not leave me even though I deserve it. Don't hide from me, God. When I seek you, please reveal yourself. Don't leave me in the dark. This is what God is saying to his people. He won't leave us in the dark. He won't leave us in a state of confusion. He's not saying that we won't walk through those valleys of shadows of darkness sometimes, but he won't leave us there. That's the kind of promise that God is putting on his people. And then the thing that he says at the end is peace. Shalom, which is much more than the absence of trouble. He's saying, put wholeness on my people. Put wellness on my people. Put completeness on my people. Put confidence in the midst of troubles on my people. That when their minds become stayed on me, that that peace of God that passes all understanding will be put on them. Jesus provides peace unlike anything that the world can give. He, he places this on us, and God commands for it to be placed on us. So, Yahweh has put his name out there. We've been blessed by his name, and he has declared it, and it is so. So these are the things that we need to receive from him today. Blessing and keeping, favor and grace, and forgiveness and wholeness. And not necessarily, well, uh, hope in your heart you're shouting but not necessarily a shouting message but to understand what God wants for us what he's what he's providing for us the health and the wellness that God wants for you it's not just that you want it for yourself but God wants this for you Yahweh has provided this for you 
as the music plays and we go to him in prayer. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we just give you praise. God, I thank you. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. And Father, I thank you that this blessing is given. That it was first given to Moses to tell Aaron to tell all the priests to bless the people, the children of Israel. But God, I thank you that because of the blood of Jesus, we are now adopted as sons and daughters. And that we have now become the spiritual children of Israel. That we belong to you. So this blessing is ours as well. Father, I thank you that you provide for us that it is your desire to provide for us. So God, if anyone here is striving, if anyone here is, is working themselves to death because they think they have to provide for themselves, I just, just speak blessing over them right now. That they would understand it is your desire as a good father to provide. God, for anyone here today, anyone here watching who is in need of protection, God, we just ask that you keep them, that you put that hedge of protection around them. Father God, for our children who may not even be here today, God, I pray that you would plant thorn bushes all around them. God, that they could not get out of your wheel, that they could not step outside of your plans for them. Father, that the enemy would be stopped as soon as he gets close to them, that he wouldn't be able to get into the thorn bushes. But God as well, don't let them out. Don't let them out, God. Plant those, those hedges around them. Heavenly Father, we ask now for your favor. That it may not seem fair to anybody else. And nobody else may understand why we're getting those good things from God. But it is only by your grace. It is only by your favor. It's only by your blessing. God, I ask for favor on the heart of each and every person here today. God, that doors of opportunity be opened up. Things that they can't even imagine. The things that they can't even think to ask for. Father, I pray for that favor upon them today. And grace, God. Grace to lead them in the way that you would have them go. Grace that your plans be carried out. Lord, from the beginning of the world, you had plans for each and every one of us. From before we were born, you knew who we would be. And you knew the the talents, the strengths that we would have. You knew our purpose. And Father, I pray that each and every one receive the grace to find that purpose, to walk worthy of your calling, to, to find that path that you have laid out for them. Father, I pray for forgiveness and wholeness. Lord, if there's anyone here who doesn't know you as Savior or who has, who has gotten out of that hedge and who's so hurt and broken, God, I pray that you'd bring them back. That you would make your countenance to shine upon them. That you would see them even in the midst of their brokenness and bring about healing and restoration. And God, I pray for peace. Peace that passes understanding. Peace that is unbelievable. That in the middle of horrible stuff, God, I don't ask for any horrible stuff on anybody, but God, that when we do find ourselves in the midst of difficulties and hurts and pains and concerns, God, that you be there speaking peace into our hearts. 
Yahweh Shalom, who has made a covenant to be our peace. We ask this for your people today. We ask your help and your strength. Whatever it is that each and every one of us needs, God, we put your name on it. We put your name on it. We say, according to the will of Yahweh, let it be done. According to the will of our Father, let it be done. According to the will of I Am, And now we say over your people, may Yahweh bless you. May he keep you. May Yahweh make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious to you. May Yahweh lift up his countenance upon you. And may he give you his peace. In the precious name of Jesus, amen.